irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Max and Friends. Well, if it's your first time joining us, where have you been? We are here 12 years and just, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, was hashtag National Podcast Day. And it is amazing to see how many podcasts are out there. You know, when we first started Max and Friends, let's just go back to the genesis of Max and Friends. You know, it was really called To The Max and it was on BBS Talk Radio. It was a fantastic, fun show. And it was called Internet Radio back then. And I had a phone call with Auntie Rolanda Watts the other day. Y'all remember Rolanda Watts, the Rolanda show. And Ro was like, Max, you know, podcasting. I said, Ro, I was doing this when it was called Internet Radio. Every publicist was like, what the hell is that? We are not sending our clients to you. What is Internet Radio? And now today, with three communicator awards later, publicists be calling me saying, Max, we want my guests on your show. And tonight we have an amazing guest. She's going to be with us in just a moment. Uh, the book that we're talking about tonight is The Universe is Your Search Engine, A User's Guide to the Science of Attraction. Picks up where the law of attraction left off. Let's put it that way. And are you, listeners, are you living your dream life? Are you acquiring what you desire? Are you lined up with the frequency and with the synchronicity of all that is? Well, if you're not, this is the book for you. And if you are, tweet me at Max Tucci and let me know what it is that you're doing to manifest all that you desire. And not only all that you desire, but all that really brings you joy. So tweet me at Max Tucci, follow me on Instagram at Max Tucci, and just be join the, join the fun. <laughs> join the fun. All right, I've got to tell you all, I'm still in Colorado having the super best time. And guess what? So here's the deal. Y'all know I live here part-time. So my house is on the cover of Atomic Ranch magazine. Let me tell you all, I have I've known this for a bit. <laughs> and it, it, the story, I, the reason why I bring up this story is because it is the ultimate, the ultimate law of attraction. It is the ultimate that the universe is my search engine. It's the ultimate science of attraction which is the book tonight. My guest is going to be here in just a minute, Anita M. Scott. But get this. So I Instagram Atomic Ranch Magazine. And I'm like, I would love for you to feature the house in Colorado. It's a Charles Hartling house. It's really my love. I put so much joy into this house. And we've really made it into an amazing, amazing property. We brought it back to its mid-century glory. And there's just so much that happens with this house. So what happened was they... They slid into my DMs, as the kids say, and um, we're like, oh, so we would love to have a conversation with you. So they were like, yes, we would love to feature in the magazine and we'll give you the cover if it snows. Now, in March, I was here in Colorado. And when I tell you there was no snow, there was no snow. Like it was beautiful, warm, no snow. And I had the photographer scheduled for whatever day it was. And I was like, all that is, we are going to line up with this frequency. It is going to snow. I claim the snow just like that. I said, it is going to snow. We already have the cover. The photographer is going to come to this house and capture the most beautiful pictures. And so it is. And I just left it at that. You all know that where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. So I just was like, there you go, universe. Do your thing. And the day the photographer was coming there was what the news said, a weird snowstorm coming through Boulder, Colorado. And it snowed like 10 inches. The photographer was here. He caught the picture and we made the cover. And in the magazine, it says that Max strongly believes that what you're looking for is looking for you. 
And you know I've said that all the time here on the show, but I want you to believe it. And that's why I bring guests on, like my guest tonight, Anita M. Smith, who will help you achieve, inspire you to believe, and motivate you to really receive. Y'all get that? Okay. <laughs> achieve, believe, receive. You can put it that any way you want. But before we get into that, I've got to tell you about some products that I'm loving and using right here in, in Colorado. You know, we do have some crazy-ass wildfires um, not too far from Boulder. So the air, like in California, is a little bit wild. It's a little bit heavy. And it kind of hurts, you know, to breathe. And so there's a great product called Boost Oxygen. And they do this peppermint-flavored Boost Oxygen. One of my favorite things and I've been using it while I'm here. Google Boost Oxygen, toll-free, 877-375-2500. They do not pay me to endorse them, but I love this product. You know, I said the word Google it. How often do you Google things for your life? Right? We can ask Google, hey, Google, play Max and Friends. And it will play Max and Friends. But it wouldn't that be amazing if we say to the universe, hey, universe, supply. And it does. It works that way. And my guest is going to tell us about that tonight. My water that I'm drinking right now, you know I love my water, y'all. Product shout out to Purely Sedona Artisan Spring Water. Love this water. Go to Sedona Bottling. No, go to PurelySedona.com or SedonaBottling.com. But such a good water and in a glass bottle. I love a glass bottle. And then you all know I've been talking about alcohol forever. Get your alcohol allergy relief. This is like all product placement advertisement. I swear it's not. I just want to share with you what I love. So alcohol allergy relief. You all know I love alcohol. And um, definitely, definitely one of my favorite things. But I haven't done that in a long time. But I just felt like I had to share with you. Because you all give me so much that I want to give back to you, my listeners. And I love you for tuning in to Max and Friends. And as you know, we're on every podcast platform now. So go find us there from iHeart to um, Stitcher, to Google, to Alexa, <laughs> to Apple iTunes, wherever you love your podcast listening experience, just say, hey, Max and Friends, and we're going to get you there. So the universe is your search engine, a user's guide to the science of attraction. We're going to cover some things here tonight that are really going to be informative to you because I do want you to live your dream life, and so does my guest. And we're going to explain the law of attraction. We're going to discuss consciousness. You know, we discuss that here all the time with Gordana Bernard, her book, Hashtag Know the Truth. You know, we talk about, what do we talk about? Conscious conversations, unconscious conversations, conscious thoughts, unconscious thoughts, and how we unconsciously create and how we consciously create. So we're going to get a new perspective tonight from my guest, Anita M. Scott. Welcome to Max and Friends. Thanks, Max. Thank you so much for having me. I loved your story about, uh, first of all, I want to see that cover. Um, your house sounds amazing. And secondly, you know, there's a concept, a few concepts came to mind when you were talking about that. And the first was everything that is was a thought first. And the second is the source of all power is the mind. And so you visualizing it, putting it out there, boom, I need snow in this house. It's going to be great. Thank you very much. And boom, there you got it. I mean, that you're just showcasing manifestations. <laughs> um, you know, and I believe that strongly. That, And also I believe in letting it go and just believing, mm. you know, that. And so it is. And so it is. You know, there's together we rise. And when we do things in joy and when we do things that are a passion, when we do things that really make us happy, the universe rises up to meet us. So let's talk mm. about your life. Anita M. Scott, because you were in the universe always didn't rise up to meet you. <laughs> and you were <laughs> you were kind of told that it was never going to rise up to meet you and that doomsday was coming and that if you weren't this glorified being that you wouldn't go to the promised land. So let's get into the genesis of Anita M. Scott. Tell us your story. Yeah. So my family, um, I'm first generation American. My parents came from Holland and uh, soon thereafter divorced, my mom married someone else. And with that came a new religion. Um, most people, especially back then, would call it a cult. And we were taught that the world was ending. And so I didn't think I was going to make it until I was 11 years old. I thought at first I was going to die at 11. 
And then after that, I was told we were, well, <laughs> told us that, not told us going to die. We were supposed, everyone else was going to die. Um, <laughs> I couldn't. How convenient. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't fasten the thought because from the core of me, I always saw the good in people and I couldn't understand how millions of people would die and I would live. I couldn't reconcile that in my small young brain at that time. And so I just, I just figured that I would die. So that's the way I looked at it and perceived it. So then I was supposed to die at 14 and on and on it went. And when I was 27 years old, I was a divorced single mom, no college education, working a dead end job, earning a meager wage. And I was lying on my couch one night, exhausted from a hard day's work. My son was playing outside and I had an epiphany that I was still alive. And I, it, I'm sure it sounds crazy, but this is <laughs> what it looked like. This is my genesis. And I thought, well, I was supposed to be dead a long time ago. If I, I'm 27, then what if I get to turn 28? What if I get to live another year? And by the way, what if the world isn't going to end? And I also had the, the question, what if my life is a gift? And the next day I went out searching for colleges and I went to night school for many, many, many years. And since that time, I've earned three degrees, including an executive MBA from Pepperdine and had a, a wonderful career and love what I'm doing. I have a beautiful family and married for more than 20 years now. And so I, I just told you my first concept was everything that is must be a thought first. I didn't think about the future because for me there was no future so I was living a pretty meager existence only when I thought wow what if what if I could what what do I want my life to look like could it then start being pulled together and could it manifest itself mm. you know I love the transition from going from that to then where you were to where you are you know whenever i have conversations with people and they were like oh this and this and then they always refer to themselves in the past i'm like oh y'all better be careful <laughs> never never refer to yourself in the past always refer to yourself in the present and keep yourself in the now so for you when you said you always saw the good in other people did you see the good good in yourself oh boy well that's a loaded question because we got time, girl. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> Dad was, um, you call him a narcissist, and I was directly correlated and related to his emotional, and whether it was a chemical or hormonal imbalance, I don't know what it was. Besides the cult saying that we didn't matter. What mattered, number one, was men, their, their opinions. You know, we were to keep quiet and support the man, and so I couldn't have opinions. And then with my dad, every day I had a asked my mom, what should I say? How should I act? And so I was always conforming myself to make him happy because we didn't want to make him unhappy. And then, and the other things that went along with that. So no, I didn't know really anything about myself or any of my values uh, at all. That took a long time and I didn't even get my voice. I'd say until I was 40 years old, it took that long. Wow. So yeah, it's been a journey. And a fun one, you know, even though it might have not been fun when you look back at it, it's all part of where you were supposed to be and where you are now. Did you ever daydream as a child? And if you did, what were they? My real dad would pick my sister and I up every other weekend. And he was not in this religion. And he would drive up through Los Gatos, which is, it is and it was, a swanky town that had million-dollar mansions. And we would drive through there, and I would wonder, how did they get those houses? I want a house like that. I wanted brand new closets, you know? <laughs> and uh -huh. that was my dream. I wanted a big and, and that actually came true after a while because I had thought about it, but I never, again, growing up to what is my life going to look like, I didn't fully imagine that. But that was always a dream of mine, I guess you could say. So I did fantasize about that. You know, I always say we have to daydream things into reality. And daydreaming is mm -hmm. one thing that children know how to do so brilliantly, beautifully. Yeah. And when you were daydreaming it, what you were already doing was creating it. And so I love daydreaming. I think we need to, uh, parents out there with all of your kids at home, if your kid spaces out and starts daydreaming a little bit, let them go there. Don't stop them. Please, I beg you. This is one thing I always beg parents. You all know it. Let your kids daydream. I was the biggest daydream as a child. I would daydream all the time. And I promise you, the majority of things that I daydreamed as a child have come into flourish. They've happened. They've happened. 
um, because the universe is my, my search engine and there is a science mm -hmm. of attraction. So when did you get into the law of attraction, Anita M. Scott? I've always been into self-improvement once I, you know, woke up, I would say, and uh, heard thirsty, right? I wanted to learn so much about everything. And so when I got the MBA, I learned so many useful tools and information that I started holding workshops. And at the same time that that documentary film came out, The Secret, mm -hmm. and we were all, I remember people being so excited about it and it was exciting, but at the same time, it was frustrating to me uh -huh. <laughs> because I'm a literal person and I'm always asking a lot of questions, seeking to understand. So, you know, if someone wants to me, do I have to be super good? Is, is that a karma thing? I just didn't understand. So I started looking into it and um, after my workshop in 2017, when it was just so transformational, like almost instantaneous, Within that weekend and within the week afterwards, such amazing things were happening for the participants. That I thought I have to make this available to everyone because it's powerful. Understanding how the law of attraction works on a literal level for me and people like me, knowing how it works makes it easier to understand and apply to your great benefit. And tying that to the science of thought, like what does that really look like? And you've mentioned a few times already, Max, um, frequency. When you have a thought, it fires neurons, and those firing neurons are emitting electromagnetic waves that have different frequencies from high to low, depending on if there's a positive thought, that's a higher frequency, and negative thoughts are lower frequencies. And those frequencies are picked up, just like your bra shuttle clicks and then a signal emits, you're emitting signals all the time. Mm -hmm. And the law of attraction is versus search engine. So every time you have a thought, you're entering a keyword into the universe search engine and picking up searching for and returning matches in the form of life experiences. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's really important too, is there's something for all of you listening or you're totally confused and you don't know what the hell we're talking about, buy the book, The Universe is Your Search Engine. Because here's the reality of things. It's so easy once you get it. It's just a paradigm shift. You know, Bob Broxer teaches mm. if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. And there's something that's really important that I want you to remember about frequencies than energies, people, is that there's something called mirror image psychology. And what that is, say that we're all having a great day and our lover, our partner, our husband, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, or whatever you want to call them, <laughs> walks in the house and they had a complete shitty day. And then you start feeling shitty, even though you had the best day. That's called mirror image psychology. And what happens is that's why you need to raise the frequency and just sit still in yourself and claim the universe is my search engine. And basically, instead of the word Google, be like, yo, universe, bring happiness into my life. Mm -hmm. And so it is. So let's talk about mm -hmm. the book because there's so much you want to talk about. Before I get into that, Ronan, in just a little bit, I want to play the song Peace because I want to bring the frequency of peace into this world, into this nation, and it's a great song. So we're going to play it in just a little bit. But that's another thing I love is, you know, music and the lyrics to music are very subliminal. So we have to listen to great music. But let's get into your book and let's talk about how you want people to live their dream life. Now, before we get into that, Anita M. Scott is an inspirational educator and speaker with a mission to evolve humankind, improving the life of others through expanded consciousness. Y'all get that? That's who my guest is tonight. And her book, The Universe Is Your Search Engine, A User's Guide to the Science of Attraction, is going to shift your paradigm. Are you ready for the shift? So let's talk about people who want to live their dream life. As a child, you said you dreamt of those closets. You have them now. How do we live our dream life? First thing is know what you want. What makes you happy? I used to say all the time, uh, I just want to be happy. And I remember when I met my now husband, he said, I just want to be happy. And I, that's not good enough. <laughs> because who doesn't want to be happy? So if you want to be the creator of your life experiences, you have to define what makes you happy because what makes me happy is going to make the next person, is the next person happy. So define right. that. What is it that you do? You play daydream all day long and look what happened, right? It's, you knew what you want and guess what? You got those things. So that's the first thing is knowing what you want. And I'd say the second thing is your expanded consciousness, which is just self-awareness, growing your self-awareness to become cognizant of what you're thinking. Because most of our thoughts, like 90% of our thoughts, go completely unnoticed by us. 
but they don't have to. Mindfulness practice or meditation practice or other ways to kind of calm your mind and quiet your mind and become an observer of those thoughts, then the more you build that muscle, then the more you're able to see what's going on in there and curtail it and spend more time daydreaming, spend more time having fun, spend more time thinking about that life that you want and imagine yourself in it. Don't, don't imagine how you're going to get there because that will change the frequency. <laughs> But imagine living the life, having those beautiful feelings about that manifestation. I am so giving you standing ovations right now because we don't have to figure out how it's going to work. We just have to know what we want <laughs> and the clarity in what we right. want and the intention in what we want. Well, literally, I, it happens to me all the time. People are like, you are the ultimate creator because I, I know. Look, yeah. I know I'm the creator of my reality, <laughs> you know, and it's not being narcissistic. It's living in my joy and what brings me joy. And the, anyone, you all have this capability. I promise you, listeners, you all have this capability to create your own reality. We've been talking about it here for years and years and years and years. And for those of you who maybe haven't gotten it, maybe this show is going to be the show that's going to just shift that needle in your paradigm and you'll be able to create. Like my guest said, Anita M. Scott. You don't have to figure it out. Why don't we have to figure it out, Anita? Because the universe is our search engine. It will, just like Google, you just put it in there. Here's what I want. And what do you do? You push a button and you expect results. So yeah. you want to do the same thing. You want to start what you want. You know what you want. And then what you said, let it go. And so it is. So, so that's the other portion because people get like, this is what I want. I really want this. And they get this longing for it. And the longing is not a high frequency. Um, you're just going to get more of the longing. It's like that mirror thing. You're going to get out what you're putting out. Uh -huh. And so, you know, like, yeah, so you need to make sure you're checking yourself. Is it a feel-good thought or is it not a feel-good thought? And when it's a feel-good thought, then you're on the right track. And anytime it starts to twist away from that and you're feeling the longing or missing or sadness, because of it, then you're in the wrong headspace. Yeah. And it's okay to be there. You know, you just have to realize it, acknowledge it, and then shift yourself yeah. out of it. You know, it really, there is a science right. of attraction. Now, how did you come up with the title, The Universe is Your Search Engine, A User's Guide to the uh, Science of Attraction? I was doing um, a course, a keynote speaking course, and I had to give a keynote, a seven-minute keynote. And, oh, my Lord, I stayed up till 3 in the morning many nights trying to synthesize the message. Synthesize. How can it be easy to understand? And, oh, my brain hurt, but I kept on working on it when I probably should have let it go. But it came to me. Oh, my God, it's like a search engine. And is it? And I wrote it out and did some examples with it. And it was. It was just like a search engine. So that's how it came to be. Mm, and it totally is. <laughs> you know, that was the click. You got it. You saw it and it became. You know, and that would happen. Yeah. We have these ideas all the time, and all of these ideas we have, listeners, they can come, they will come, they can come, and either yeah. they have come, you just haven't lined up with them. But they're everything is there waiting for us. I know you all are like, you know what? This is all a bunch of bullshit. We are in the middle of COVID. <laughs> I cannot be happy. And you know, if you start believing that, you will start receiving that. So let's explain for those of our listeners who don't get it, which is cool. You might get it now. But let's explain a little bit the law of attraction. Hmm. The law of attraction is the magnetic power of the universe that draws similar energies together. And so maybe I can give an example of um, the universe search engine as, a, as like a Google by mm -hmm. using uh, the garage remote. So when I click it, it emits a signal. That signal is picked up and carried on this highway it's like a frequency highway and when it finds a match in the garage door opener an experience is returned your garage door opens but that same remote doesn't open your neighbor's garage it doesn't turn your tv on or off right it only uh, it's attuned to your garage door opener so only your garage opens like i explained before each thought fires neurons that produces electromagnetic waves with frequencies. So the positive thoughts are going to go out there and they're carried on this uh, frequency highway. And it can only attract and land on light frequencies. So when I'm feeling good, positive thoughts, I'm thinking about uh, that nice dinner I'm going to have. 
mm-hmm. I'm going to get a match for that nice thing. That's really simplistic. Um, but you're going, you can only get matches and life experiences from the frequency of your thoughts. So your Google machine is, you know, you, you enter a keyword, it goes out and searches for matches and returns matches. If I'm searching for tomatoes, I'm not going to get a swimming pool, most likely, right? <laughs> so if you, you might get a swimming pool filled with, filled with tomatoes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I wanted to mention, too, cooperative components. That's how you're saying, like, yes. um, yeah. how can it just be all the cooperative components? There's so many universal principles. So my book is three parts. The first part is the science and quantum physics um, of thought and the law of attraction and other quantum physics principles. And the second part is metaphysics. And mm-hmm. so there's cooperative components that are available to you. And that's why, you know, I think the source of all power is your mind because there's many avenues um, mm-hmm. that are available to you. And my second part, that metaphysical component part, is completely agnostic as you can imagine i'm allergic to religion now <laughs> so i don't have a religion, completely agnostic and i always say too you know take what resonates and throw away the rest um but there are some gold pieces that you can harvest in there and mm-hmm. one of them is the cooperative components for me it's the metaphysics and the science and quantum physics that come together to deliver your complete yeah. life experience I want to talk about that because you do bridge the divine between you bridge the divine between science and spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you why in just a moment. But let's back up real quick to the law of attraction. For some, it might not be working. How do we get them to shift that needle in the paradigm so that it does start working? You mentioned before when we were kids that we would daydream, and why do we lose that? Right, and you're begging parents not to take that beautiful mm-hmm. um, children. The same thing is, can you know, reflect back when you're a kid, what did you want to do all the time? You wanted to have fun. Yeah. Right? So well, let me I'll ask you the question. What did you want to always yeah. do as a child? Because you had limitations because you were part of this cult. So but what is it that you that your soul wanted to do? Mm, my real I always wanted to help people. So I'm a teacher at heart. When I was five years old, my little cousin came over. She was about three. And I had just learned to tie my shoes, so I couldn't wait to teach her. <laughs> I, I came home and learned about the pupil. So I had to tell, I had to do a little class and show what the pupil was and, and the iris and the parts of the eye. And um, I was always trying to help others through education. I thought, wow, this is wonderful to know. Wouldn't it be nice if other people knew this? And I, it was just always my thing. Um, and writing, my real dad was a writer, he's an author, and his um, poem, Spider, Spider Blue, won an award in the Library of Congress, something like that. So I was always inspired by that. So that's how that came to be, writing the book. And now you're teaching, and now you're also an award winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. how it works. You know, when I was a child, I always used to... We lived in Connecticut. I used to, we had this sprawling lawn. It was a beautiful estate in Greenwich. And I used to walk around and I used to interview people in my head. And my mother's like, what is he doing? And I'm like, oh, Bar-, or they were interviewing me. I was like, oh, Barbara Walters is interviewing me. And my mother's like, okay, let him just interview, let, let Barbara Walters interview him. And I would walk around the property and say, you know, this is the Connecticut house and this are daffodils and I was telling Barbara Walters all about and I ride horses and now here I am all these years later interviewing and I remember when I met Barbara Walters for the first time I was like you have been interviewing me since I'm a child (laughs) and she was like what I'm like it was in my daydreaming you know um and here I am all these years later interviewing and it's it's fun it's real and we just have to be playful you know one thing that we really have to be conscious of we have so much to talk about anita <laughs> so much to talk about but what i want to talk about real quick is we need to really be conscious of what we post on our instagram social media etc because what i've learned is is that they and you might have the same feeling or not but that our social media pages become our social media, our internet vision boards, literally mm. our vision boards. And we don't understand that. And there's power in our posting because it's a reflection of who we are. And I remember this clearly, and this is why I'm sharing it. Years and years ago, I posted this really amazing uh, chrome rocking chair that looked like it was floating. 
I knew nothing about it. I just knew I loved it. And I posted on it. Will arrive soon. I left everything open. I didn't say, you know, how many or what. Will arrive soon to the Colorado house. Fast forward four and a half years. And why I know the time? Because I went back. I was like, holy shit, I totally manifested this. Fast forward, I'm in Colorado driving through Denver. There's a uh, mid-century store. I walk in. They have two of the rockers with an ottoman. And the guy's like, you know, people just don't like the fabric. Can I was like, well, can I like, let's let's make a deal. Made a deal. In the house now, you'll see in the Atomic Ranch magazine, winter 2020 issue, the chairs are in the pictures. And I had them in the car and I looked back and I was like, oh my God, our social media is our vision board and we have to be so conscious in how we portray and how we put out and what we put out there. So be careful with your posting people because it comes to pass, especially now. Has that ever happened to you, Anita? Not on my posting, um, but definitely things I've thought about. It's like, wow, oh my God, I remember thinking about that and wanting that. And here it is. Uh, but that's very poignant. I do believe in vision boards because they're powerful. You're doing the visualization each time you look at a vision board and you took the time to figure out what you wanted to put on the board. So that's good. And then um, think about them at night and envision yourself living in those pictures. And it's super powerful, but I never thought about the IG um, and Facebook and all those vision board. I think that's, yeah. You know, and then this is, I mean, this is why I love interviewing because we get it. And the inspiration that people are going to receive because when two or three are talking about something this powerful, they get it because we get it and we use it and we practice it and we, uh, we love it and we know it happens. So another quick story, just for all of you who are daydreamers and thinking my life can't happen this way or this doesn't happen for me, I promise you it does. So the house, this house in Colorado is magical, but I've always wanted to have a deck off of the kitchen and I would visualize it. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to Home Depot. I'm going to buy some steaks. I'm going to buy some rope and I'm just going to like plan it out how I want it to be. And that was like five years ago. And like, as we speak right now, there's a crew here working and exactly how I envisioned it made it work. Now here's the reality Mm. people, (laughs) you know, it's like, well, I get this all the time. You're like, Max, you know, how do you make it happen? I just, I see it, I believe it, I receive it, and I let it go. And I trust that what I, what, what I want, there's a clarity in what I want. And it's not being egotistical. It's not about this sinful desire that we're taught. But have clarity in what you want. So clar- so much clarity that you vision it, you see it, you taste it, you smell it, you need it. And I promise you, if it brings you joy and the intentions behind it are exactly your frequency will rise up and meet you. My guest tonight is the one and only Anita M. Scott. The book is The Universe is Your Search Engine, a user's guide to the science of attraction. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about, because we're going to play a song, Anita, because I really want peace. Peace is already here. We just need to line up with it. And everyone's like, oh, how is COVID peaceful? Because we're being still. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we have to just have fill in the piece, fill in the piece. But we have so much to talk about. So we're going to talk about when we get back, we're going to talk about how you bridge the divine between science and spirituality and why you do it. And I want to know what the divine means to you. So when we play this song, think about that. And then when we get back, we're also going to talk about holistic health. So right now on Max and Friends, Peace by Sabrina Johnson. And when we're back, my guest, Anita M. Scott, will be with me. Stay tuned.
Friday Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. That was Sabrina Johnson. Peace. Can you feel it? And if you can feel it, where do you feel it? And where do you feel it? I hope it's in your home. Because let that peace fill up in your home and let it bubble over into your neighborhood and into your neighbor's house and just let peace be all in your streets, people. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Anita M. Scott. How are you doing? <laughs> Hey there, I'm back. That was a lovely song. And yes, peace, peace everywhere. Peace, peace everywhere. <laughs> Are you having a good time, Anita? Because I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm so thrilled. All the things that you're saying, your experiences are just so aligned with what I write about and what I believe too. So this is pretty fun. <laughs> right. When all this is over, we're going to go on tour together. <laughs> yeah, I'll open I'm, for I'm you. There. <laughs> we'll create something. We'll create a conscious stream of information of how the universe is our search engine. So let's get into the bridge between divinity, science, and spirituality. But first, what does divinity mean to you now? What does the divine mean to you now? Um, there's something greater than myself. There's um, energies, and I don't. I don't, I don't call it God. I just call it other energies. Um, and they, they, I, I think they're spiritual entities and energies that are here that kind of help us with our path, you know, cluing us in. It's completely related to my inner being or what people call your inner self or your, um, your soul self. I think that is a part of my spiritual nature. Uh, and a part of that energy. And that I makes, love that. You? It makes, you know, here's what I know for sure, is that if that makes sense to you, it makes sense to me for you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, divinity is that I am of the I am. I am all there is. I am the creator of my reality. I am the now. So for me, that's all that matters, is that when I link up with all that is, I am all that is. And therefore, I can create all that is because I am of the I am. So that's what divinity means to me. Yeah. But what does science mean you, to you? Mm, science. So I grew up in the Bay Area, you know, and um, some see as the center of science. And when I got my degrees, it's just all about um, logic, right? And not really tuning into anything else. You you find the logic, you do the analysis, you have analytics. Uh, but for me. Um, so for me, I should say, in the Bay Area, in my line of work, you know, to be successful, you kind of throw away that spiritual part and that gut part, and you don't tune into your heart. It's just all the mind thing. We're evolving, thank goodness, and we've found recently, we, not the collective we, <laughs> scientists mm-hmm. have found, there's actually neurons in the heart, and it's better to let your heart weigh in, and we do have a, a gut, right? And And it's proven scientifically that we get better decisions when we let our heart weigh in and we tune into our gut. What is my gut telling me? And so we're learning more and more as we evolve that it's a whole us. It's not just the mind. Um, mm-hmm. It's the whole body. But again, tuned into what I believe are um, spiritual entities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and together, that's the whole picture. Absolutely. So, and you, you know what I love is that there's no solid evidence that consciousness forms in the brain. And I read this article Mm -hmm. years and years ago about Egyptians. And when you died, the Egyptians, you actually kept your heart, but they ground out your, through your nostril, your brain. And they would let your brain pour out because they said it wasn't important to have in your next life. So you kept your heart. And for me, it's always, you know, when people are like, oh, consciousness, we don't know where consciousness comes from. We just know we have it. <laughs> but what we mm-hmm. need to realize, and I say need in the in the in the desire that my guest has tonight, Anita M. Scott, to really dedicate the evolvement to humankind. You know, we really don't need anything. But if you want to evolve and you want to, you want to, then you might need this. There's conscious creation and unconscious creation. So Anita, what does spirituality mean to you? Spirituality is what I mentioned, my inner being, I believe, is a mm-hmm. spiritual entity. Um, and, you know, I used to, <laughs> I always had this voice that I would hear. And 
and it would calm me down if I was upset and it would, it would be soothing and it would be helpful ideas, right? Ideas seem to come from nowhere and whatever it was, uh, I had this inner being that I knew about. When I was getting my, um, I was getting my BS degree, I wrote a paper about that. I was trying to get religion units, religious units. And I had to write a lot of papers. And one of the papers I wrote about this voice I heard in my head that always calmed me down and always put me in the right direction. My boyfriend at the time read it and he said, you hear voices? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, you don't. And he said, no. And I thought, oh, crap, something's wrong with me. <laughs> so I tuned it out for years. Wow. It's a huge mistake because it's a long time when I realized what that was, that internal guidance. Right. When I realized what it was, it took me a while to open up my ears again and tune in and what just just be you, you're saying I am right. Just mm-hmm. be and yeah. to quiet my mind to hear that voice. Um, so spirituality to me is just getting connected, reconnected with my true mm-hmm. self, my yeah. inner self and trust the other cooperative components that yeah. are there to allow to bring me what it is I want and desire. Yeah. I, I mean, that is your book. <laughs> that yeah. is your life. And what I know for sure is that no experience is ever wasted. And what's beautiful is yeah. you mm-hmm. weren't ready yet. You know, we might not always be ready when we think we are. That's why we have to let it go. Yeah. And then when you were ready, mm-hmm. that's when everything rose up to meet you. And that's mm-hmm. why where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And for all of you tuning in right now, where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's tuning into Max and Friends. Mm-hmm. I've been plugging the book all night. The Universe is Your Search Engine, A User's Guide to the Science of Attraction by Anita M. Scott. Y'all can get it right now. And for more information on Anita, you can go right now to www.anitamscott.com. And also that's her Instagram. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash anitamscott.author. So we're in a state of, uh, of for me, it's of peace. <laughs> and that I just shifted what I was going to say because I had to pause real quick and change what I was going to say to what I wanted to say. Um, and for a lot of people, um, I'm not one of them. That's why I changed. We are all in a state of. But for a lot of people, they are in a state of um, dis-ease and in pain and in suffering and in really being afraid and scared and unhealthy. And you talk about holistic health. And I want to know, for those who don't know what it is, what is it? Why is it important? And how do we achieve it? So we have a couple minutes left, and let's dedicate this segment to holistic health with Anita M. Scott. Max, that was a great lead up, but I couldn't hear that one word. What is it? What is it you're looking for? Holistic health. What is it? Why is it important? And how do we achieve it? Oh my lord! I am so sorry. I can't hear that word. I don't know the question that you're asking. No, yeah. you know what? Because this, like, this, this is what I know. This is what I know. What happens when we're trying to get a message across, and all you know, the low vibration doesn't want it to get across. It tries to short circuit us. <laughs> so we're gonna do it. Again. I I don't quit. I don't give up. So here we go. The question was holistic health. What is it? Why is it important? And how do we achieve it? Are you saying prolific health? Yep, holistic health. Okay. Holistic health. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, the mind is everything, right? Yeah. If we don't have peace of mind, we're going to make us sick. And you said dis ease, leading to dis ease. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, right now we're in the circumstances of a high anxiety. A lot of people are experiencing it more than ever worry, fear are at an all-time high. Most people um, are having disruptive circumstances across a lot of different spectrums. Um, but to your point, there's gifts. It's going everyone down. Before this happened, how many people said they're just on the hamster wheel? Maybe not said it, but knew it and felt it. It right. caused a slowing down, a break, a, a time to question, what am I doing? What do I really want to do? What's going to make me happy? Do I really want to stay in this marriage? Do I, you know... I mean, a lot of thought-provoking questions, a lot of clarifying questions that can change the trajectory of everyone's life, really. What do we really want? Getting clear on that, because as we started, this is a great way to end it. As we started, you have to know what you want. So this is giving so many people clarity. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not to say there's not any compassion and all of that, but there's so much opportunity. There's a gift in all situations. So looking for that gift um, yes. will, will help pivot energy mm-hmm, and get you further faster. Yes, that is the truth. Hashtag the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. I love it. <laughs> that is the truth. Um, there's so much more to talk about, but you know, the illusion of time is before us. So I know that for all of our listeners tonight to continue this conversation, the best way to do it is to buy the book, The Universe is Your Search Engine, A User's Guide to the Science of Attraction by Anita M. Scott. Get the book, tweet me, Instagram me, at Max Tucci. Get in touch with Anita if you have any further questions. Keep the conversation going. Don't just leave it here on Max and Friends. Bring it to your life and really turn it around. Shift the paradigm and know that if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand and you can create it in your reality. Anita, what is it that you want people to take with them into this new week? Mm, that they have the power, they have the choice. Um, thoughts are things, and they do have the power to choose what they think about. And that doesn't come easy. Again, we talked about mindfulness meditation and all, but you can expand your consciousness and have the power to choose what you think about. And that's yeah. your thoughts are the most important thing. And your mood will be your indicator. If you're not feeling good, that's because you're not thinking positive thoughts. So if you're not feeling good, Make a choice. What what feels better? What can I do for fun today? I ask myself that question every day. What can I do for fun today? And it might be just having a plate with artichoke hearts and kimchi on it because that's fun for me. It doesn't have to be big, but every day find something that tickles you that feels good. You have that power. I love that. And I would love some artichoke hearts right now. So yummy. <laughs> so this, yes. I, I thank you so much. And of course, I got to give a big shout out to Get Red PR. Anne-Marie, I love you for sending your guests over to your authors mm-hmm. to me. Me too. For com. Go check out of her authors there. You know, Anne-Marie sends me the best. And I just love having Anita M. Scott on this show. Here's what I want you all to take with you in this week. You are the creator of your reality. I say it here because I know it to be true. I say it often because I want you to believe it and I want you to receive it and I want you to take it and I want you to run with it and I want you to take your glory and run and manifest the best life you can live because you are the creator of your reality. Regardless of what circumstances look like, regardless of what cults you might be in, regardless of what prison you've created for yourself, break the shackles off your feet so you can dance and know that you are the creator of your reality. I love you all for listening to Max and Friends here on LA Talk Radio. And not only on LA Talk Radio, but on every podcast platform where you tune into. Anita M. Scott, will you join me again to have a good conversation so oh we can continue this? I would love to. Great. And I'm going to I'm gonna email Anne-Marie because I want to book you on another show that I produce here called The Polish Woman. Because you are totally the Polish woman that creates her own reality. So I'm going to I'm going to get that in the works, get that going cuz I adore. I love your energy, I love your frequency, I love your vibration and I want more people to understand it, to share it, to hug it, to love it and to just buy your book. Buy the book. <laughs> buy the book. Thank All you. right. You're you're my dream boat. Thanks so much. <laughs> my pleasure. You know what? And we are on this dream boat together, so we can never stop daydreaming, right? Right. We'll leave it at that. Never stop daydreaming. I've got to go because they're telling me i got to wrap it up. So I'm going to wrap it up with a big hug to say that I love you for listening to Max and Friends. Good night and good karma. Until next time, take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Succi for Max and Friends.